So the big question is this, how do value-obsessed leaders ascend their business and life to world-class levels of effectiveness, even if they're inside a bureaucracy or starting from scratch with absolutely no capital? That is the question, and this podcast is going to bring you the answer. My name is Doug Utberg, and this is the Terminal Value Podcast. Welcome to the Terminal Value Podcast. We have Michael M. And it's actually, I think, it, yeah, I believe it's Michael Magruder. Did I say Mike that Magruch. Magruch. Michael Magruch. Okay, I totally butchered it. But that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-L-M.com. There's two L's in there. Yeah. Uh, we'll give it to you at the end of the podcast, too. But what we're going to be talking about today is the power of art for supercharging creativity and also kind of how, you know, the dynamics, the business dynamics that impact artists. Uh, and so, Michael, I please, please don't let me talk too much, but this is actually an area of fascination for me because I think that what artists do is really, really important. Um, you know, however, there's a lack of understanding that art is a business just like anything else. And unfortunately, I think that a lot of people who self-select into art tend to not always have the business skills they need to really be, be successful, which is why so many artists tend to have such tenuous financial circumstances. Michael, please introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Michael McGrooch. I'm an artist since I'm six years old. I uh, love creativity. I was only accepted in art because I flunked schools. I'm extremely <laughs> dyslexic. I couldn't do anything. But then actually I wrote five books. I became a city arts commissioner. I worked with Robert Evans, who did The Godfather mm -hmm. and Rosemary's Baby. And so art always saved saved me basically you know no clue about figures or whatever numbers or i'm completely away from this and i love to talk to you about because you are the expert i am <laughs> outside of the system and i think that's really interesting because as humans we need to look outside the system that you know when you're so yeah. much you know i'm, I'm all in hedge funds hedge funds hedge funds hedge, you know nothing else but hedge funds and i say what is if the hedge fund folds what are you gonna do you know so yeah, right <laughs> exactly. So this, I love your article that you had. Thank you. And I wish that everybody w listens to this podcast a couple of times because there's nothing to do. There's no homework. It's just awareness because right now the world is in a consciousness crisis and not in something new to do, a new app to download, a new skill to learn. It's all about consciousness. When you can navigate from the true north of humanity and it's habitat nature. When that is your true north, like God, yeah. but but like God, what is that? So I'm not anti-God, I'm pro-God, but you know, humanity and nature is something we didn't create. We didn't create a system for, yeah. we just take advantage of humans and nature. I mean, yeah. half of the world is 48% is owned by eight people. The average salary of 50% of people is $5.50 in the world. And yeah. we say, and system says, oh, we don't have slavery anymore. And we don't have this anymore and that anymore. So that is what I, why, I mean, I have no sales funnel. I have nothing to sell. I mean, you can buy a book of mine, but that doesn't make me live. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 yeah, just because yeah. someone buys your book doesn't mean you're going to yeah, see much money yeah, from that. Yeah, exactly. So I have my website that is just 30 seconds long. And it's a, it's a quote to just get you conscious that you know if you're an artist. But if, even if you're not an artist, if you're a creative entrepreneur, you should listen to that because it brings you, it shows you creativity outside of systems. Yeah. That website has only quotes that all by me 
And there is like, I think, 56 now, uh, twice a week they come out. And you really get aware, number one, about your superpower, your muscle. You have a superpower muscle. That's creativity. Because look at all the systems that we have. Look at everything we create. Yeah. We just say, oh, no, I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist. I'm a businessman. If you're a businessman that's good, you're a great artist because you know how to use your creative muscle. Uh, yeah. Bezos, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos knows how to navigate with his creativity because uh -huh. he knows with his creativity how to navigate systems. Yeah. Elon Musk knows with his creativity how to navigate system. It's not that he's a system expert. He's yeah. a, he knows how to navigate it. And, and knowledge gets you never anywhere. Yeah. It's always the wisdom, which I found so great in your article yeah. because you say, unless you have sold anything, you don't have a business. You don't have a business. And that is where I hike in because I said, and I can explain it in art, but I can also explain it in work because people think the most powerful CEO, what is he doing on the weekend? He's hiding in his garage, tinkering with stuff. People tinker. It's system that a program does and said, oh, humans are lazy. Humans cheat the system or whatever. Yeah, there's always one person that can screw it up for everybody. Look at the Oscars, you know? This is a great segue because it shows you the Oscar is the most controlled system with the most political correct, which means humans that need a system to be humans. And they are perfect control. Like the Pentagon is not so safe. And the limitless of people where one person makes an action. And it's not about what happened, but the metaphor nobody got. I got the metaphor for humans. Yeah. For humans right. is we got to rethink systems because we got to say, you know, we cannot yeah. put our life energy in navigating on one side, the systems and on the other side, creating and managing it. You know, mm -hmm. we use it, our human potential is completely seeped away in the sand of systems. I mean, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Well, and what I was kind of thinking is there were a couple of thoughts that were pinging into my head while you were talking. One thing, what you guys said, you were talking about the power of art for expression yeah. and mm -hmm. how, you know, art expression is, uh, happens, you know, I think you were saying outside the mm -hmm. system, but what, what I actually thought about that from the context of was creativity or, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm not the person who came up with this, so I can't claim original credit, but, you know, uh, one person I heard one time said the, they, they called it the 1% rule, which is that if you get 1% better every day, then in 72 days, you'll be twice as good as you are today. And, but what that means is that also, if you lose 1% of your ability every day by letting your creativity atrophy, that in 72 days, you will only be half as good as you are today. And so, you know, kind of one of the things that I'm thinking from what you're saying with the importance of art is that, right, you know, creativity doesn't necessarily come from doing more of what you're doing right now. You have to inject outside influences. And I think that's actually one of the places where art can be, is really, really valuable. I don't know if that's very systematic also. I love that. You're so <laughs> no, this is the, you know, the contrast is energy and that's yeah. power. So when you have red and yellow, it's contrast and it's energy. That's perfect that you are that way. I think that's systematic. I don't believe if you don't, uh, you're not creative, you're not using it. It's, it's basically working with the energy. It's working uh -huh. with the creative energy. And how do you work with the creative energy? There's nothing to do. What it is with the creative energy is when you create, I mean, you know, all the spiritual people and all the the religion say, you know, it's all about Zen. You need to get in the moment. There's no system that gets you in the moment like you start creating something. 
You uh-huh. start singing. It gets you in the moment. When you're in the moment, that's the big secret. When you sing for yourself, not worried about other people or whatever. Say, la, 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 la. And then you start singing, you start painting. I start usually with a uh, color. A color comes to me, for example, right now would come pink. And I would like, so I and take a pink paint and paint a pink thing on the canvas and then see what comes out. And if nothing comes out, I walk away. Uh-huh. So I give myself two minutes and then I walk away. So if you want to be creative as an entrepreneur, you say, I'm going to write hashtags. I'm going to write one or two hashtags. And what comes to mind? Power business. And then just yep. write that up and then see if something else comes. If not, you walk away. You don't judge yourself because art or creativity is a godly thing. It's not going to say, if you don't good, if you're not painting the Mona Lisa today, you're out. You're losing all your creativity tomorrow. Art doesn't ask anything. Ask Art doesn't ask you to be Beyonce. Art doesn't ask you to have hundred thousands of followers. It wants to be created and exposed. Yeah. And exactly with the business, it wants to, if creative, if you're a businessman and you dream and you say, hey, that would be a great business and, and you have that, it wants you to create it and then expose it. You know, go on the website, you know, you with your website, with your podcast. Yeah. You say, okay, I make a podcast, but you have no idea if you're going to make it more or if you stop it after three yeah. episodes. So, so you talked about, I listened to your podcast. You, you talked about, you know, th- that you didn't know you jumped right in and you figure it out while you're doing it. And that's what art does. That was a very creative move. And that's what we don't know. We don't know how to use creativity and art outside of systems. We yeah. know the product and judge mm-hmm. the product in a system, which is already like a bicycle. And people get so mad when I say that, but the, no, it is nothing. Once you are done, it's the magic is the thinking, the pondering. That's the magic. And you need to milk that. You need to say, mm-hmm. oh my God, I feel so valuable that I thought about podcasts. And then I have now, I have guests, I have an exchange. I mean, look at this process. It doesn't matter if anybody listens. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's your your part of it is the creation. And once you feel that, and you feel, then you feel rich. And the law yeah. of attraction says, if you feel rich, you're making money. Shit comes to you. It's energy. I actually a, fully agree with that. But one of the ways that I like to articulate that idea is that the way that I like to think of my activities is that I focus on creating value mm-hmm. without concern immediate concern for money, because I believe that if you create enough value, the money will find you. That's on the other logic, hand, though. That's also yeah. logic. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, of course, right, you know, when I was when I was younger, when I was going through my corporate career and, you know, much of much of Wall Street is looking for money without regard to value. The problem you run into there is that that always collapses. Anytime that you have that you're that yep. you have something that's generating money without generating value, it's it's days are numbered. Now, and the whole game is whether you can get out before the whole before the house of cards comes down. But one of the things that you said that I was uh, that, that just kind of keyed a, a light bulb for me is that you know I think artistic endeavors, whether they be say like visual art or music or say like making yep. a podcast or a blog or whatever, one of the things that they do is you know as you said that act of creation is. Is the goal in itself and whether people listen, view, whatever is really frankly only secondary. And I think that's actually really important for a couple of reasons. I think A is that act of creation, but then B, 
think is also that you know, as you're going through that creative process, you go through a lot of emotions. I think that most people try to suppress, you know, because like, for example, I'm looking at the background on your video. If anybody's listening to this on audio, it has kind of a gray background with a purple and yellow. There are semi-symmetrical shapes with a left and right arrow. And I'm actually, I've been trying to interpret its meaning while I've been listening to him talk. But one of the things that happens, right, you know, as you're trying to create art, you go through these emotions of feeling like, okay, well, it's not quite the way that I want it. And so you end up almost inadvertently having to grapple with some of, you know, with feelings of self-doubt and then kind of start pushing through that. And I think that one of the things that happens is as you go through doing that quite a bit, you will get to the point where you gain, I would say, a much more holistic view of yourself. Because I think that when you're in a traditional type of environment, career, whatever, and things are running very predictably systematically, it's really easy to kind of block out a lot of that fear of failure or whatever, just because you can kind of hide it with a consistent routine. I mean, tell me if I'm talking nonsense here, but that's just no, no, kind of you, one of the things I'm thinking. Absolutely on point. You're on point. No, you're absolutely on point. And it's good that you say that because you give the uh, left brain more understanding. So I want to just make a little asterisk on your value. Value must be humane or in the habit of nature. It cannot be defined by systems. You cannot trust any systems, not because they're bad, but because they're it. They're not a human. Uh I I can trust you that you're going to show up. And if you don't show up, I have the inherent knowledge, the inherent creativity to deal with you. Yeah. If I go crazy right now, you have the inherent ability yeah. to deal with me. Yeah. And I have it with you. And that's why this is limitless. Humans are limitless. Systems are very limited. And when you say value, I will, which is also with your article, that goes with your article. Uh-huh. 95% of artists, that's why I wrote the last two books, The Smart of Art. Yeah. 95% of, of artists are poor. And I was thinking, I don't understand it. How would the world be without art and creativity? And yeah. we wouldn't have systems or anything. Why are 95% poor? And then a friend said in Germany, he said, it was on the, I'm from Austria, I'm from Vienna. Uh-huh. So he told me about a professor and they have from a hundred people with a degree in art, 97% don't get a job in art. They go work in a coffee yeah. shop or whatever. Yeah. But the second biggest industry in Germany after cars is culture. Oh, interesting. So art is so blind, the art community, uh-huh. because they don't see what you wrote in your article. You know, they have such a magic, much yeah. more magic than you when you created your yeah. podcast. Sure. Because it's not, there's no target. You have a goal. So it's already limited. An artist just creates because he wants to create or supposed to be like that. And when you create like this, you're magical because you really have to go, what comes in? What am I doing? Now I have yellow here. What I have this chord? What is coming next? And that's so fascinating when you look at the Beatles, for example, that Uh documentary with Jackson. It's you see how things just come, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you have to play back and forth, play back and forth, back and forth, and you get that. So what happens with 95% of artists, it's so magical that creation and every day, come more, more people become artists. Every day. If you want to be a plumber, you get the education. 95%, 97%, you're going to be poor. Who would do that? Not many. <laughs> and that shows you, and, and just two weeks ago, I, I got it. I was thinking, why is that? that it, I, could, I sat with that two years for uh-huh. that. I said, it, no, it is not a weakness. It's not a fault in the system. 
it shows you the power of art, of creating. Because I always said, I always knew the power was in the creating, not in the selling. The selling, you know, yeah. the selling is, well, and, and the people, and the people, more people come to art and the people say, I rather don't eat, play with that energy. Well, right. and, and because, so one of the things that, that I think in regards to art, and I think, and I think this is kind of in line with what you're saying, you know, my observation is that I always wonder, right? Okay, so if artists had more stable, you know, more financially stable lives, would they be able to create such good art? And I think the answer is no. I, you know, I think that the struggle is a part of what creates exceptional art. I love, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I, I think the so struggle, struggle is actually is, necessary. Struggle is necessary in a certain extent, but use human struggle anyway. It doesn't matter if, if it look, you think Jeff Bezos has a problem, no problem. Human. So I wouldn't go on that. So you need to struggle because the people that had the worst didn't make the best art. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's, it's about the energy. How can that person play with that energy? How much yeah. is that a passion? Once I fire you up on the art, then you're fired up anyway. And so when artists, what the problem is, while they get so turned off of system and making a business of it, mm-hmm. because they have the magic, then they say, hey, Doc, look at this. What are you saying? And you look at it and you say, what? That's nice. But it's it's green. It's nice. I, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. And you can't because in very rare cases, you recognize the play that he played with that super energy, he could play yeah. that so that you fit. It's like, you know, you don't fall in love with every person that you meet. It's like, you know, it's like alignment means it's when you resonate with something is unveiling. It's unveiling yeah. a part of you. When you find a person that you resonate with, oh, yeah. like, like yeah. this works, for example, you and me work, right? Yeah. So we both unveiled each other to each other, you know? So yeah. we resonate with each other. And that's, very rare. You know that. You have guests. Uh-huh. You know yeah. that. And that's why when you have a product that's considered a product in the art world, which is business, mm-hmm. the art world has nothing, even a museum, has nothing to do with the magic of creation. So that, they, they sell that as a business. That's the business. The business took that, you know, that energy uh-huh. that artists have. Oh, I did this wonderful play. I did this music. And they said, okay, it's magical. Art is something higher. And then you, in addition... You have the society and, uh, and other yeah. humans that know what, because I always say, why is somebody spending a million dollars on art and not on plumbers? Yeah. And he spent a million dollars on art because inherent you feel, because you have that muscle, that creative muscle. It's, it's not particularly an artist, but it's the creative muscle that you have. Yeah. And that's why you think it is important to support this or whatever, because there's yeah. no other business in the world that gets... Donations that lives off donations, you know. Well, well and it, it was funny when you were talking about how, like, yeah, art sale is definitely a business. I was just thinking about it was a case study I read one time. He did some painting, or there was some rendition, and there, you know, that he made, and somebody saw it at a gallery, and they absolutely loved it, and said, "Okay, I want you to make two hundred thousand identical copies so that I can distribute <laughs> it, to, <laughs> so that I can send it to bank branches and all that." And, and you know, and of course, he's like, "This isn't why I did art." <laughs> but you know, the copies, if somebody, see, he saw that, he saw that what I explained, you know, he saw that energy that the artist yeah. created and he could recognize and, and relate to it and resonate with it. And so he says, this is magic, make 200,000, <laughs> yeah. you know, but on the other side, it's it, it, the artist saying, okay, it was, it's the same energy. 
The other artist says, oh, it was so magical. I need to make 15 prints. Yeah. And then you have 25 years later, you sit on 25 prints on 24. <laughs> you made 25, yeah. very expensive. And then you sit on 24 for the next 50 years. <laughs> they find the dead artists. They have all yeah. these little crafts because they, because they felt there's so much magic and they are not compartmentalizing that what you and yeah. I talk. That's why I ask every creative businessman and every artist to listen to this over and over until you get it. It is something inherent, a superpower. And dialogue, by the way, is two. So there's two human things. That's why you see the, the upcoming of podcasts. Only yeah. the problem is nobody has the time to listen to all that shit. Right. So, no, no it, it, it just, you can. It doesn't matter how good it is, how you find it. You can't, yeah. it, it, there's no hashtag. No, that shows you really how limited the system is. Uh-huh. You know, no, because uh, that's it. Yeah, well, and and I think that's, you know, because like you were talking about podcasts in particular, you know, on the one hand, podcasts are growing exponentially. On the other, it seems like getting traction is getting harder than it ever has been. I mean, I think a certain amount of it is you just have to keep at it. And, and after a while, the, the growth will happen. And which I suppose in a way is kind of how art works as well, because, you know, I think a lot of what you have to do is you just have, um, I'm jumping topics here a little bit, but you, you really just have to decide that you're going to keep at it until you get some traction. Because I, I know for my daughter and I, we actually recently watched the show on Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom, which was uh, the one about Jonathan Larson and his eventual development of the Broadway production Rent. And I thought that Andrew Garfield did an excellent job of just depicting his emotional struggle of continuing to keep going forward and, you know, not sell out and get a corporate job, despite the fact that, you know, he had people, they came to his review, they're like, hey, it's really great. We're looking forward to seeing the next one. He's like, what do you mean the next one? The next one. Oh, we can't put this on Broadway, but we're looking forward to the next one. He's like, I, I just spent eight years putting this together. What do you mean the next one? <laughs> I did the, you know, that course that uh, Spielberg did about screenwriting. And I yeah. got it on here in Southern California. They had a, a teacher from there doing the course. And she told us that it doesn't matter. You, do, you don't want to have one script that is good. Yeah. You want to have a lot of scripts because so not just saying, okay, this rent would be the best, you know, which yeah. you can also change. You can, you can adapt till the podcast works. Uh -huh. That is staying with it. So you keep yeah. tweak, chiseling keep away on your yeah. podcast. Yeah? And that's one way to wiggle ourselves into success. The other thing is you can't expect that people, because you cannot even figure out a wedding ring for your wife. You cannot expect, you have to surrender to, you have to be very average, very, that everybody likes it. So actually from a, from a very creative side here, it doesn't mean the most successful is in the art. I'm not talking, Jeff Bezos said, yeah. what's the easiest and that, that's the creativity on that. But I'm saying from musical or from music mm -hmm. or whatever, you can't expect that people will like it. It has to have certain ways that people connect with it and a mass of people connect with it. And that's, again, the system. We are in yeah. the system. We're not in what art wants. Art wants to create it and expose it. But when in the system, you need to, like you create any widget in business language, right? You, well, you create a bicycle and, this, and do this, it. This reminds me of conversations I have with my daughter because she has a broad-ranging musical uh, taste. Yeah. One thing, you know, because... Of course, right, you know, yeah, she's 16-year-old, and like most 16-year-old girls, you know, she's a fan yeah. of Taylor Swift. And so yeah. I keep telling her, I was like, I go, okay, Taylor sells a lot of albums, but you're going to find that the sound, lyrics, stories, they're 
they'll, they'll follow about five or six templates and they'll never deviate because when you're a pop artist, you have to create stuff that will appeal to Masses. as broad of an audience as humanly possible, which is why I've actually incur- really, really encouraged her to listen to some, to system independent and, and indie artists. And she, that's, uh, she's really, like, really kind of glommed onto that. And I was like, that, this is where you're going to find unique sounds, unique point of view, a unique way of doing things will be the people who are not trying to sell to everybody. Anybody who tries to sell to everybody is going to sound just like every or look just like everybody else, because there's a template, you know, there's a mass media template and the, the fastest way to get to to make your sales go down is to break is to try to break the template. And so what that means is if you're going to be unique, you have to be okay with not being not having mass appeal. And it's funny because you I say when you when you decide I want to be an artist, right? Whatever, singer, whatever. Yeah. You said you have choices. You have a choice to use your creativity and to study the system. Yeah. And get the templates that you talked about it. You know, study the templates and use your creativity. Yeah. To combine the templates, which a lot of hip hop artists and stuff, they yeah. use loops and whatever to figure out ah, that Michael Jackson, two beats of Michael Jackson. And I'm looping them. And then I put that in and I, and I put it. It's like we do with this, with the podcast, we, you do it and then you tweak it, whatever. But if you want to be really a strong artist, you got to be hundred percent. You, you gotta be, it's, it's gotta be a reflection of your essence. And you should not care for the market at all. I, this is not a recipe. See, and th- you need to know that this is not a recipe. Like system says, there's a recipe. If you do everything, that's thing. And by the way, that's the biggest lie of systems. The system said, if you do everything we tell you, you should be happy. Now, how many people do you know that make 150,000 grand, have yeah. the blonde wife, their kids went to UCI, yeah. And all this stuff, and then they're 55 years old, both. The man goes, you know, gets a divorce, buys a sports car, and tries to relive his, his youth with a blonde. Yeah. And the other, and she's depressed and doesn't know or does the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's not gender-specific. But the whole thing, because the system says, if you do everything you have, if you do everything and you're not happy and you're not having a fulfilled Worth living life. There's something wrong with you. Every system will tell you that. Yeah. So the pro- that's why I say you never can trust a system. Not that you say the system are bad, but system haven't built it in. You can trust a person. You have a, can trust a person that doesn't run away from you. You know, but don't. Yeah. But see, in those relationships, they believe the system. He did his degree. He had to think his kids went to the same. He was an alumni of the same thing. And at the end, what did it work? Then you look back yeah. on your life and said, I lived it. And this is the big thing, what we have, the consciousness crisis. Yeah. I think we realize that human to human is key and not human through system. Because if I have this talk with you, which is not as good if, if I had it in person, but I'm saying yeah. if I had this talk on texting, it would never not work. Same. Yeah. Not the same. And texting is 4%. You know, this is 36%. Uh-huh. This is not even, that's not even 100%. Yeah, we're not, not even not, not even 50%. Yeah, we're. Yeah, this is, yeah. And that's why when I have talks, I listen to them a couple of times with other people because so much things comes up. Also, you know, it's, we navigate actually in the space between words. You know, that's yeah. how we actually communicate. It's not the words that we speak. It's Precisely. also not knowledge. Another thing to all your business guys, it's not the knowledge, it's not yeah. the data, it's the wisdom. Mm-hmm. Art 
is the language of wisdom. My podcast, the quotes, you let that resonate. It just gets you the words and the words that I've written. They're just a guidepost to lead you to the wisdom. If you, it's like it's like you say, hey, how is it to have a daughter? To you, how is it to? Please write me down how it is to have a child. Yeah, that's kind of tough. So you can't, tough. you can't even get the words. And if yeah. you get the words, you couldn't stop writing until you're 200 years old. Yeah, right. It's about not of knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Systems are limited. Humans are limitless. And everybody needs to think. Number one Norse needs to be humanity because that's not what we created. And our habitat nature if all in all your prevalent decisions, this you, you keep that, and and art brings you always creating. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're tinkering in your garage. Creating brings you always to your humanity. It doesn't matter. You can be the, the most horrid person when you start creating. It gets you automatically to humanity. And see, people don't even say that. I, I mean, this is the stuff yeah. that you learn on my podcast. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Well, and I think that's actually really good because we're, we're pretty close to time. So, but that's a good spot to end on is that art is art is what brings you to your humanity and let everybody know where they can find your podcast on every platform. It's called the smart of art, the power of create art and creativity. Smart and uh, michaelm.com is my hub where you find the social and everything. Uh, Michael with two L's. At the end, m.com. It's a pleasure. You know, you, we have to do this again. We, there's a lot. I, I feel there's a lot of stuff going on here. Absolutely. Yeah. It would help a lot, a lot of, of people. Yeah. All right. Michael, you have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Keep your daughter uh, creative, okay? All right. I will do that. Thank you for listening to the Terminal Value Podcast. Please feel free to visit me online at www.terminalvalue.biz where you can subscribe, find me on social, and then we can connect and just keep the conversation going. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. All rights reserved. No part of this broadcast may be produced in any form by any means without written permission from Business of Life, LLC. All trademarks and brands referred to herein are the property of their respective owners.